It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. It's Simon Marcel from the Midwest. That's where I've been living and uh, doing the show for the last, well, for a long, long time. <laughs> But in, in, in almost confinement, because uh, I've been playing very safe for about whew, close to six months. With the uh, company of my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, a very sweet little teddy bear that stares at me when I'm at my desk, like right now when I'm doing the show. So uh, grateful for this, Mr. Lewis, uh, and grateful for you for joining the show and, and um, to my team. If you have a question, by the way, and really I welcome voicemail also when I'm not here on air, uh, it's a very simple thing. Just call 855-905-8255 and, and leave me a voicemail with your question. And I'll answer. I, I really will. With time. And uh, if you have a question now, of course, I'm here. 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Holly. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Holly. What's going on with your boyfriend? Well, I'm not really sure I can call him a boyfriend. I'm um, not really sure where we stand. I guess the problem is we've been kind of seeing each other for a few months on and off since before the pandemic. And, um, you know, he kind of dangles himself. I guess that's the way I can explain it. You know, we say we're together and then, you know, all I really need from him is, you know, a little bit of time, you know, like mm -hmm. to commit some time to me. And I'm very self-sufficient. I'm a very driven woman. I'm independent. You know, he makes decent money. I make decent money. I don't really need anything from him. And He likes that about me, and I like that about him. We seem to really like each other a lot. But, uh, you know, he doesn't. He can't commit any time to me when he says he's going to be there. He doesn't show. Oh, um, I see. And he always has an ex excuse. And, and how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I'm not important. Like you can't even make me important enough to show up. Huh? I see. Um, then the question is really on you. Why would you continue to see or to date a man who doesn't make you feel important or doesn't really care or, you know, is, is making you feel, like, frustrated. Why would you continue to see a man like this? You know, I don't know why. Um, I think what it is is I think there's a lot of feelings there and he's been alone for a very long time and he, he has a business and he's very busy and he's, he's very used to doing things the way he does things and he's, he's kind of scared of of changing his routine um but i okay. really don't have a lot of patience for what he's doing so like i'm i'm very close to just like letting it go but care about him a lot i guess and that's why i just kind of like keep continue to on my path and and hope that things will change a little bit but you know i'm very close to just letting it go yeah maybe you should maybe you should because for your self-esteem um for for you you know the woman you are You deserve better than somebody who makes you feel so unimportant and kind of, the, you know, on the back burner. So I really wish for you, in the, and it's not urgent, but in the weeks to come that, you know, you said, that's it. I've had it. I want to be with somebody that, you know, is committing, is fun, and he does what he says and says what he does. Not lame excuses one after the other. Yes, thank you so much. I, just, I guess I just needed the validation, and I appreciate that your advice and... That's very good, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Simon. Uh, that's what I'm here for. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you. Be strong and have a good night. Thank you so much. You know, the leading question of that call is, how do you know 
you're not being valued. Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been in a relationship like my last call, the Holy, where you feel you're not being valued? Give you an example. You know, Holy just said, for instance, you know, the guy that she's seeing, even though he's lovely and all of this great chemistry, well, he never does what he says and never says what he does. So he finds lame excuses last minute to cancel and doesn't seem to make her priority. So she's really on the edge of breaking up with him, which I think she should. Have you ever been in a situation like this where you're not being valued? And what are the signs? The signs that you're not being heard, what you said doesn't matter. You're not being seen. The way you dress, the way you, you appear, nobody cares. Uh, no one listens to you, no one is listening to you. And when it comes to your time, um, you are you know, not being valued for your time, meaning you plan on doing something and the person cancels all the time. And you're doing all the work. Those really are the four signs. Now, I, I have a personal story about this, many about this actually. Uh, and I want to share that one with you so it's even clearer. So my personal story about not being valued is next. Have you ever felt you were in a relationship where you were not valued? I did, more than once. Um, and, and really what would happen is that I would fall in love or you know, got infatuated or started a wonderful relationship, but little by little by little, I felt dismissed. I felt, you know, um, cancelled. So I remember this lovely woman, but she would cancel on me and cancel on me. And we would excuse her, let's do it again. I can't wait to see you, but she would never follow up. Simon, I can't wait to have dinner with you. When are we going to do it? Next Friday, okay? We plan ahead. And she would cancel Friday morning. And on and on and on. But I really liked her and I was disappointed. And you always stay, in my opinion, too long in those relationships. We have to call it what it is. We're not being valued. We should leave the relationship ASAP. And nothing will change your partner's mind. He or she doesn't care. Plain and simple. It's their right. So don't be in a relationship where you're undervalued or not valued. Find a better one. Call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shelley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour, Shelley. What's going on between you and your husband? How can I help you? Well, long story short, my husband wants to go on a European river cruise, and mm -hmm. I don't think we should be spending the money on it. <laughs> because? So he, he really thinks that it's time for us to, like, because of everything that's been going on in the world and our quarantine and lockdown and all that, that being able to go out on a river cruise, especially like a European one, would be just so wonderful and romantic. And obviously, I would love to do that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's going to cost thousands of dollars. And I just don't think that's what we should be spending money on right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's much smarter for us to just save that money. But he wants to talk about it all the time and is showing me websites and videos. I see. Now, if it was up to you, your plan would be what? Just stay home and, and do what? I don't know. It's not like I'm saying you need to like stay locked up in the house, but maybe we could do just something smaller, like just like a weekend getaway somewhere. I see. Okay, that's a valid point too. What do you think would be a fair compromise between your position and his? I mean, I guess like a compromise for me would be maybe not next year, but the year after that. But he's just been really adamant about like, no, we need this like now more than ever. Okay. How about you let him come up with the itinerary and the cost, and when it, when it's over, you say, 
we can only spend half of the money we planned, so you still save half. Or, option B, we can do a trip, a road trip or something beautiful in America, going to, I don't know, Santa Fe, New Mexico, the Grand Canyons. So give him an alternative, and then he can decide with you whether you guys stay in America or Canada, or if you go to Europe. But I like the idea of a compromise where there is some form of vacation next year, because honestly, Shelley, after this crazy year, we're all losing it. And I think we all need a break, and going away next year, if everything is okay, is very important for the health of everybody, if you can. I, I, I didn't think about if he like presents what the cost is, then seeing if we could maybe somehow do it for less than that amount. I think that's a good idea, too, if I can somehow that well you just yes let's say he wants to do three or four towns in europe you just do one or two mm-hmm. let's say he wants to stay yeah, in the hotels yeah. at three stars you just you negotiate but you compromise compromise right, that's good advice simon <laughs> uh, once in a while you know i'll do what i can you know it's like compromise <laughs> is the language of love really i think once you're married if you don't use the word compromise then in houston you have a problem <laughs> yeah no you're so. right you're right you're right <laughs> All right, Shelley, thank you for calling. Good luck to you, and, and hopefully next year you'll be in Europe. You'll think about this course. Ah, Europe is not so bad. <laughs> All right, thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have a good night. Coming up, I am going to go listen to a voicemail because somebody in a relationship did something behind their partner's back, and now things are very difficult for them, so I'm going to help them. Uh, her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, about your relationship, and I mean 24-7. Leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and I'll get to it, like for this one. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for a little bit, and he's been acting distant lately. So I started to get a little paranoid, and so I contacted his ex on social media and wanted to know if she was talking to him again or if he was talking to her and she didn't respond to me but she told him not to contact her again and now he's really really mad at me and isn't talking to me so I wanted to know what your advice might be thank you that's that's a good question what can you do if you went behind your partner's back reached out to an ex and uh, now, you know, your, 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 your partner is mad at you. you know, what can you do to make things better? I'll give you my advice next. So what can you do if you and your partner had tough times, you were suspicious things were going on with the ex, you reach out to his ex behind his back, of course the ex doesn't answer you, she tells him, and then he's mad at you for reaching out behind his back, and things are not even better now, they're worse. What can you do? Clarify everything. Have a conversation. Uh, and if he doesn't want to talk to you, send an email. Why you did it. What was the fear or the, the intuition you had. And explain in a simple words that it's not against him. That's how you felt. And you apologize because you should not go behind people's back. That's not the way to go. You should never reach to an ex behind your partner's back. That's not the way to go. But I think the clarification will help heal the situation. Or at least maybe give closure. But... I would do this. Talk, and if he doesn't want to talk, email. So that's my advice. Thanks for the voicemail, and you calls are next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sandra. Bonjour, Simon. 
What's going on? How can I help you? Uh, so I met this guy at this local health food store that I go to that has a little cafe. He happens to work at the cafe. But he also mm -hmm. has a juice business on the side. And I've ordered a couple of juices from him, and he's delivered them to me. And we've hung out once. But mm -hmm. recently, he sent me a text message over something I posted, and he called me a dork. You know, and a dork, a, grown, a dork, like really just, it's yep. just, I don't. He, this is a grown man using, it, and it's not like he said like in a playing way. He's like, "You are a dork," and I'm like, "Okay," and it's he's he's it's happened twice already, and I'm just wondering if I should just not even talk to this guy anymore. So I wanted to ask yeah. you, Simon, what do you think? Well, before I answer, I want to know, and I want to ask you, how did that make you feel? That did not make me feel good. It really felt like I was being belittled in a sense. You know, like, sure. the, I don't know, I just didn't feel good. It did not, I did yeah, not being called right. a dog is not an expression of love, romance, or anything good. <laughs> so now I know how you felt about it, so I wanted to ask you why for any reason, would you want to keep seeing a guy who called you a dork? I don't know. I, mm. I, I don't. I, I, I really don't think I deserve that. So I don't want to be with, but I just wanted to ask you. So I guess, you know, you gave me confirmation on that. Yes. Get rid of the dork. That's him, the dork. Get rid of him. Get rid of that Thank dork. You. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Anytime, Sandra. I want you to be with somebody who calls you my love, mon amour, mi amor, something mm, like merci, this. Merci. Yes, not Doc. What the heck is going on in the world now? <laughs> anyway, he's gone. So, Sandra, thank you for your call and, and good luck to you. Be strong. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go help Inez who sent me an email because her husband watches the type of movie that really gets on her nerves, to say the least. And you'll understand why when I read her email. Next. So I received a question from Inez who sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com because she goes that her husband watches ooh-la-la movies. And she doesn't mind that, but she hates when he does it when she's home. And she says, I've worked on him too many times and it makes me feel gross. I'd rather not know that he's doing it and I've told him that, but nothing changes. How can I get him to understand that I'm not okay with this? Yeah, that's a very valid question. How do you make your partner understand that um, the time to watch ulala movies is to be on his own and not when she's home? I'll tell you that next. What should you do if you've worked on your partner watching ulala movies on and on and on while you're home after you told him, like Ines did, uh, who sent me that email, that you feel disgusted and you find it gross that he does it when you're here? He can do it on his own time, on his alone time, when she's not here. So what can you do? You have to be very clear and say, listen, uh, it disgusted me. It's gross. And so the fact that you don't care about how I feel is against me. So there's a deeper root that we need to talk about. This is just the tip of the iceberg, what you're doing. It's an aggression. What I want to know is why. And let's talk about it. Maybe go see a therapist together. Because if we don't do something about this, I'm going to get more disgusted and upset. You're going to be more distant. It is the slow death of our marriage. So have a great conversation with him, very clear, very direct, and go from there. Uh, good luck. You call the next. If you want to share a romantic story with me, 
Call 855-905-8255. I can't wait to hear it. Bonjour, Shanice. Bonjour, Samuel. Bonjour, Shanice. So I understand uh, a wonderful man did something very romantic for you. What happened? Oh, my gosh. So there's this guy, and I've been dating him. Uh, well, not dating him, but I used to date him when we were in high school. And we kind of fell off. We broke up. And throughout the years, we dated other people. But now we just kind of reconnected. And for one of our first dates, he knows that I'm going crazy about this whole corona thing everywhere. So with that, he actually rented out an entire arcade for him and I to go and have our one of our first dates. And it was amazing. So he rented an entire archive for you? Yes, it was amazing. And it came with a bar. <laughs> wow. So how did that make you feel? Honestly, for the first time in a long time, it made me feel like someone cared. And it made me feel like love, you know? I, it's no been a question. while since I felt like that. So I don't know. He just It was like a can of, I don't know. I just have butterflies in my stomach. And that's something I haven't experienced in a long time. Well, listen, this is a pretty rare thing. I haven't heard that story before. So renting an arcade and all this, <laughs> this, is, this is pretty good. I hope you're preparing something very romantic for him too. Yes, I think I have something up my sleeve that I'm planning. <laughs> okay, that's good. All right, Janice, thank you so much for calling and sharing that story. He did pretty good. This guy's a keeper. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you and have a good night. All right, you too. So uh, I have a question for the ladies, especially. Do you wish more men were as romantic in real life as they are in the romantic movies? <laughs> I kind of know where we're going with this, but we'll see what the answers are next. So for the ladies listening in your car or at home, do you wish more men were as romantic in real life as they are in romantic movies? <laughs> it's an easy question though, this one. It's an easy question to finish the rendezvous. Anyway, I posted that easy question on my social media. And I hope you follow me. It's at Rendezvous Radio. Lots of fun. Great stuff all day long, not just doing show hours. So the answer to the question is 94% of you voted, yes, I so wish men were more romantic like in, in the movies. And only 6% of, of you, <laughs> I suggest probably men voted that. No, I do not wish more men were as romantic in real life as they are in romantic movies. That is funny. Uh, maybe we should ask the same question uh, from the guys to the girls if we wish women were more romantic like in the movies. Maybe that's a question I'm going to post soon. Anyway, thanks for listening very, very much and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.